Welcome to Talking Shift. This is where we take the woo-woo out of your awakening process. We're gonna get real on what the ascension is. I'm Diamond No, I'm your host. I'm a generational psychic, I'm a starseed, I'm a master manifester, I'm an ascension advisor. I've been teaching the science behind your awakening process for over 20 years now. We teach it across this globe. We're gonna talk about healing, we're gonna talk about sex, we're gonna talk about money, we're gonna talk about relationships, we're gonna talk about the relationship with your body, your soul, your emotions, your inner child, and we're gonna do everything in our power to help you shift into your highest timeline. Welcome back to Talking Shift. I'm your host, Dime, and I have oh, someone who's going to be a regular for quite some time with me today that I am so excited to introduce to our followers and bring to the world. So welcome, my soul sister, my confidant, my friend. This is Karen, guys. Welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm so stoked to have you here. Like the love I have for you is so deep and we have such a beautiful connection. So Karen is an upcoming mentor. So she's a certified diamond no mentor now. Um, you just, oh, so beautiful. Such an incredible journey. We're going to talk a little bit about why you chose this path and, you know, where you come from, what your background kind of is. But I just have to say the way we connected. I remember the very first time I was home visiting from Costa Rica and we connected through a group, a mutual group. And so I'm sitting at the table and we're having like this beautiful in-depth conversation and Karen's sitting there all quiet and shy and so beautiful. And all of a sudden it's like, okay. And comes this voice and these powerful bits of wisdom and your partner was sitting with you. And I was just like, this is a power couple. Like, I just remember my very first being like, wow. And I was still single at this point. So this is before I met my man. And I was like, oh, goals, like goals. You two are dynamic. Love Thank it. You. And it's been, we've just stayed strongly connected over the years. And I feel like I'm actually part of your family. Uh, I think you are a part of my family. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've had the honor of meeting your children. Your daughter Brie works for me. She's, she's my assistant executive assistant. Like, oh, she's just incredible incredible my game changer love her two million pieces yeah and yeah and I just feel like I'm so integrated in your family and so I'm so excited to watch you integrate into our family here at Domino Mentoring so it's so good it is so good I'm so, so excited good good so I want you to share Karen like one of the big things that have always has always been so like oh in my heart has been your desire to change the world, your desire to be of service to humanity. Yes. And that has been my life, helping people, being of service, helping people like get through the worst day of their life. And <laughs> I'm there to hold their hand. I've had friends ask me to be there on their day of death. And mm -hmm. I do it with honor. Like mm -hmm. what biggest honor could you possibly be asked? Yeah. And in my uh, prior career, I was helping people on a daily basis and again, helping them get through the worst day of their life. Mm -hmm. And I, I had parameters obviously in my career 
my previous career, but I want to move forward and help people with their innermost feelings and emotions that could, you know, cause the worst day of their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a very powerful background in your career. Very, very predominant, powerful background where the stories, some of them that you've shared with me are like jaw dropping on what you have supported people through. And in all of that, I know you've developed a very unique passion. So for our followers, Karen is the mom of all moms, man, like, oh, the mom of all moms. You have this intuitive gift to see right through into someone's heart and their needs. And I'm getting a little emotional because you've been there for me through a lot of challenges. Yeah. And the support and the clarity and the level of professionalism that you have is astonishing. And when you decided to leave that old life, we'll call it, um, you know, your desire to be of service from a heart centered place, like, ah, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, and personally, I've also gone through like my own stuff And you've been there for me, which has been amazing, but have helped me see like inside why I've been helping people, you know, in a professional capacity my whole life. And I mean, obviously I feed off of that. It makes me feel good to help people. And I mean, I think that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no better feeling. Like when I always launch a new group of mentors, I'm like, I got to tell you, I, you can't put it into words and you will identify with this because it's been your whole life. Now you get to do it from a full unfiltered heart space, which yes. is incredible. Yes. Um, but there's this feeling of when you watch someone fall in love with themselves right in front of your eyes or fall in love with their journey or have that aha oh my gosh, this is what's held me back. And I'm, I'm brave enough. I'm strong enough. I'm capable of moving through this. When you get to be witness to that, oh, there's no orgasm on earth or glass of wine that can compare to that. There's not like, it's the best feeling in the entire world being a pure heart centered service. Right. Yeah. And I know that's been your whole life and you've got some really big passion points that you want to bring to the world. Yes, definitely. Intimacy is one of them. Yeah. Let's talk it out. Right? I'm so excited. Right. So you're going to have an upcoming podcast soon. So you're going to be with me on Talking Shift for a little bit, and then we're going to launch your podcast in the next little while. Let's talk it out. Let's talk about what it is. It's so good. Well, intimacy, like so many people have issues with intimacy and on so many levels. And like it's, it could be about sex. It could be about relationship issues with friends, with family members, and even with self, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think there's there's so many things that people need to, you know, be frank about. Let's just talk down and dirty. Like, let's get mm-hmm. it out there. Like, yeah, yeah. there's no secrets. There's no dirty laundry anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And we live in a society still where there's these stigma attack, like stigma and low vibe thoughts or words or descriptions towards being empowered with your intimacy. Yes. Right. And in order to really come together, especially in union, whether again, like you said, whether that's in like physical intimacy with your partner, 
loving relationship with your partner, family members, your children, your friends, your job, yourself, all of these things. Intimacy has many faces, but in order to really flourish in any connection, you have to understand what your definition of intimacy is, what the story is within yourself of what intimacy is, what pure authentic connection is. And be able to understand that within in order to be able to offer that to another. And in our world, you know, there's labels like selfish. Yeah. There's labels like entitled, self-righteous. Yeah. We we don't like that. <laughs> no. And I think like, I think something else we have to think about is the social stigma that is out there, especially for women. Like you're supposed to look a certain way. You're supposed to act a certain way, um, even smell a certain way you know, and huge pressure on women of all ages, even like young girls right up to old women, Mm -hmm. old women. That was awful. (laughs) (laughs) Us mature ladies. (laughs) Right? Yeah. We matter. (laughs) A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And there is. And what's so interesting is like, since you and I have started conceptualizing your podcast and you and I've opened the doorway into, okay, we're going to talk about this in the world, right? Like let's, let's do it. Let's talk about it because it needs to be talked about. It does open the gateway between even my partner and I, like we both have daughters, right. That are in the dating world. And I have a son that's in the dating world. And so there's been a lot of interesting conversation of how do women perceive themselves in their power with intimacy how do men fear their power? We've got very two moving pieces in society where men are perceived as either dominating or, and there is a lot of that. And then we also have a group of men, my partner, my son, that are like, when the Me Too movement happened, a small example, my son was like, I'm not dating. Like, this is terrifying. This is terrifying. The accusations and some of them being very truthful, but the fear of being like, what if that were to happen to me? Like, I don't think I'm, I can do that. And so the fear, and my son didn't date for years. It's not until yeah. recently that he started dating Yeah. Um, out of those fears, right? And yeah. I think that opening up the gateway into conversation about intimacy, it's so multifaceted. One, we're going to be able to, you're going to be able to, you're going to guide people through understanding and honoring First, the intimacy within self and being able to properly communicate that. Yes. So when you are, yeah. And like, think about the power in this. If you properly can communicate that, you are immediately going to know the person in front of you, if that's a hard red flag or a green light. Yeah, exactly. And that is going to clean up a lot of space for people. Yes. And I mean, your son um, had fears around intimacy and communicating that when the hashtag me too movement came out think about the people who don't have open conversations Mm -hmm. you know what has it done to them Mm -hmm. and those are the kind of people I want to draw out and you know open them up to conversation and Mm -hmm. be able to talk about intimacy in a safe and secure manner for everybody Mm -hmm. for everybody yeah talk about like normalizing a lot of things as well. Like I'm very liberated. We'll put it like that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll start there for this, for this podcast. I'm very liberated. Okay. (laughs) Um, 
And that has been, you know, through my dating experience up until my partner now has been, you know, viewed as, you know, I'm, you know, some of those slut shaming words because I am liberated. There's been a lot of that, you know, people jumping to conclusions or whatever. And I'm like, all right, you do you over there. I'm going to just keep doing me. Um, And then, you know, what I've noticed just within myself, because you and I have had a, we have a long history together and we've had a lot of conversations and you have experiences in the past of supporting people through horrific situations in regards to lack of intimacy. Yes. And that gateway sort of opening made me really look at how am I communicating with my partner intimacy? And that's that ball, that, that seed was planted through you, which has taken the relationship that I have now to the many faces of intimacy. I'm so aware of what am I communicating? Yeah. How am I asking for my needs to be met on all levels, not just in the bedroom? Yeah. How am I learning my partner's needs on all levels, including the bedroom? And how are we pushing the needle a little bit towards deeper intimacy, more exploratory intimacy, exploring each other's emotional bodies, exploring each other's sensual bodies. And girl, my relationship is like, it is, it is the, I didn't know it could be this good. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been, I've been married for 30 years to an amazing guy and we still have great sex. You know, Mm -hmm. you hear so many people talk about, oh, I've been married 30 years with the same person, blah, blah, blah. It's boring, you know, but you know what? It's not. No, it's not. Yeah. I like, even if we only changed you know, the sexual connection and relationships with this podcast, that's enough, but it's going to be so much deeper than that. Right. We are going to talk about sex, obviously Obviously. a lot. And I can't wait to be a guest on your podcast and come in as like the guest and not the host to be like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) all right. I I look look forward to that. (laughs) It's going to be so good. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of the things that would be considered taboo. We're going to talk about how, multifaceted. One of the most exciting topics that I hope that you and I get to do here on Talking Shift, which might be a little bit of a trigger for some people. So it's not for you, boo. It's okay. You move on, take what resonates. But one of the topics I really want to share and dive into with you, with your expertise, is how pornography has ruined the generations below me. Ruined them. And it's not that I'm anti-porn or anything like that. I've got my own opinions that are just for me. It doesn't matter. Everybody has their own thing. But one of the conversations that I have had with my daughter and with my partner that we are initiating into his daughter is coming of age where, you know, intimacy is going to start to be part of her life. And we're navigating how do we have this conversation with her. The conversation that we want to have is porn is not real. And because it's so accessible, yeah, young men, many of them, not all, think that that's how sex is. Yes. And women have not been given the opportunity to understand that they can talk about this safely without shame because it's such a private thing. Yes. And so the women in that age bracket that I'm working with, I have a lot of students 
mm-hmm. and you are about to have a tremendous amount of students, but the women going, okay, we get into the bedroom and this is the expectation. How is that fulfilling for me? And they think that I'm crazy going, that's not real sex. Like even one youth that I talked to, she's in her twenties and she was having, you know, a situation, an intimate situation. I'm going way off in left field here, but why not? That's okay. Um, so she was having this like intimate situation where she was like, that, that's not real though. That's not what really happens in sex. That's not real intimacy. And his response, a man in his mid twenties, his response was, well, they're having sex. So yeah, it's real. Wow. Mind blowing. Wow. They're paid to, I got a lot of opinions on that. Yeah. And that's part of the scary part of having daughters and sons both, but like looking at how my partner and I want to communicate with our youngest. Yeah. It's how do you, how do you go into intimacy when a man believes that you're expected to just drop on your knees and take it on your face? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. No. And that's where I think when you start a relationship, I mean, it doesn't have to be a relationship, but a connection or you're hooking up with somebody, you have the conversation beforehand, mm-hmm. right? And be able to talk about sex and, and what you like and what you don't like. You know, mm-hmm. some people don't like to take it up the ass. Some do. These are conversations you need to have, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and because they're not going to know each other's expectations without having that conversation. Exactly. And, and let's be frank. I mean, are, are they just going to meet and have sex and not talk about it beforehand and then both feel fulfilled at the end? Not both feel fulfilled. That's for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. We're going to have to move some of these podcasts over to recovering toxic, the other company for youth as well. Like this is such a powerful conversation that the world needs how to approach the conversation before he plugs in. (laughs) (laughs) right right whether that's whatever or before mouths touch body parts whatever you're you know whatever's going on there yeah to how to open up that conversation is something that I really am excited for you to bring to the world how to open up and how to converse about those things so let's put that aside so there's that piece yeah but then also being in, so I've been married in the past in a relationship where sex died out and we became best friends and that was it. And there was no intimacy. And my vagina was like, what the actual just happened? How do I initiate it? Why am I the one initiating it? How do I get him to initiate it? How do I get my partner to understand that I need to be awakened throughout the day? Not just my clitoris. Like there's so much to talk about. Right. I am so passionate about this. Yes. I mean, sometimes you, you just want to have sex with nothing attached to it. Sure. But there's days when you need those connections as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think it's important to be able to identify those days and, you know, be able to talk about it as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Open up the gateways into connection. I think that the best sex comes or the best orgasms come through like in my opinion, so a hookup, fine, a quickie, awesome. There's, they're always yeah. a good time, but yeah. the best, there's nothing better than waking up the next morning beside the person that you just spent, you know, time with, yeah, regardless of their gender, and you looking over at them and going, God, that was fun, right? Like, that was that was a good time. Oh God, when right? are we gonna do that again? Yeah, like that was <laughs> a good time. 
Yeah. Um, and so, you know, our goal with, as we bring these podcasts forward with Karen here is to navigate how to arrive at that destination, right? Like that's really what we want to bring forward. We're also going to talk about a lot of, I know you're going to talk about a lot of other avenues with this, um, about, you know, your sexuality, what your preferences are, yeah. what is absolutely normal and okay to experience and how to initiate those conversations. And I can foresee a massive community coming together, especially through Recovering Toxic. I remember when I tried to um, come out, you know, like I, as a young child, when I thought I was supposed to be a boy, I've shared this on Recovering Toxic. Yeah. So I was in the wrong body. Two, once I was like, all right, I'm stuck with this vagina because back in the 80s, that wasn't an option. Two, I'm gay. Three, moving into I'm nothing and everything. Like, I don't want to be labeled anything with my sexual preference or my body. It's energy versus energy for me. It's energy against energy. And I wasn't able to really own that and develop the deep relationship that I have now until I started to really understand that intimacy with myself. Yes. Right. That loving connection of it's all right. Like, I don't have to be anything. I don't need a label. I'm okay to be right where I am. Exactly. Do your own discovery work, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's one of the beautiful things too is for our followers, Karen has gone through not only becoming a certified di- um, diamond no mentor, but the certification program for becoming a divine alignment mentor, which means supporting souls with discovering the beliefs that have been holding them back from living their best life. Yeah. On top of all of this other stuff, like you're a game changer, babe. Thanks. Yeah. And I'm so excited to to help people, you know, get started on their discovery work. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It's huge. You know, and as you talked about earlier, I had a previous marriage as well. And there was no sex in that marriage, no intimacy. And instead of working on it and you know, trying to establish our marriage back, our relationship back, I walked away, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, if, if someone has a marriage they want to save, I think, you know, doing their discovery work ahead of time or, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. There's this process when you start to grow apart from someone, right? So, okay. Option one, you guys aren't aligned. No problem. Walk away. It's fine. Worst case scenario, they're abusive, toxic, whatever. Absolutely walk away from that. For sure. Like 100% yes. walk, right? Yes. But there's this thing where I see very often where couples just don't know themselves within deep enough to teach their partner who they are. And so they go through the motions of life together. They go through friendship together. And without diving deeper into those intimate conversations, it doesn't have to be about sex, but sex is great. Um, But all the avenues of intimacy, that space happens and space happens and space happens and you grow apart and you grow apart. And then you're all of a sudden just getting through things together. Yeah. And to me, that is death. I could not reside in that. I, I would feel so unfulfilled. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think people need help identifying that, you know, if things have become stagnant, then 
perhaps you better look within. It's always an inside job. There's yeah. one of our t-shirts on our merch line on recoveringtoxic.com. That is uh, it's a you thing. <laughs> and it's a hard like pill to swallow, but it is a you thing. When you figure out you, you will get very clear on what's required to help you feel fulfilled. And you will be either able to communicate that or walk away from what doesn't serve you and find it somewhere else. Yes. And that is not a wrong thing to do. No. 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 And I hope that me talking about my last divorce uh, didn't give that impression that oh, no, I shouldn't no. have walked away because I most definitely should have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you've got your partner now and you two are just like dynamite. Yeah. So yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. So yeah. yes. Amazing. All right. So we are super excited to be of service with this podcast. So Karen's going to be here on Talking Shift um, bi-weekly for quite some time. And as we're launching her podcast, do you want to drop the name of it? Oh, sure. It's fully tuned in and turned on. Yes. <laughs> so I we're going to be bringing that forward on the same YouTube channel, same Spotify channel. You're going to be finding it everywhere where you find this one. That'll be coming up. And for now, until we bring that forward, we want to be of service. So you can be brave enough to comment, hey, I'd love for you guys to talk about this if you want on the video. But if you're uncomfortable, reach out at diamondno.com. In the title, put question for Karen. And Karen yes. and I will make sure that we go through all those emails and gather them for each upcoming podcast. So you can send it and we will not see your name. It's okay. Um, so if you want to email your questions, you absolutely can. And if you want to comment on the comments, go for it because we are here for you and nothing is off the table. Nothing. Nothing. From like, how do I tell my parents that I'm gay? How do I, which like I had to go through that wasn't pleasant. Let me tell you. Um, how do I, how do I begin healing? Like I, in my personal opinion, this is my personal opinion here. I truly think it takes a tremendous amount of courage to state who you are to the world in a world that's not fully accepting of that. And so whether that's trans, non-binary, whether that's gay, whether that's, I like whatever that be, asexual, any of those things, like yeah. it takes a lot of courage to stand out and be different than the norm. I hate the word norm because I think I'd rather use the word old than to be what the old viewpoint is. Yeah. Um, but it does take a lot of courage. So we applaud you, every single one of you. 100% applaud you. And we are here to be of whatever service that we can be. So yes, we let are. us know how we can help. Yes. All right, Karen, thank you so much for being here with me today. Again, absolutely honored and excited for the world to meet you. I think this is going to be one of the most beautiful journeys for all of us to get to be witness to you being of service. So thank you for your time. And I can't wait for our next chat. Thanks. Me too. All right, gang, you can find all of our socials for now at diamondno.com. If you want to check out the shirt, it's a you thing, along with all of the other sassy things we've got going on, you can go to recoveringtoxic.com for where our merch line is. And again, all your questions either in the comments or at reachout at diamondo.com and we'll catch you next time.